Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. We're here beneath the sea in New Jersey, Secaucus to be specific, celebrating not only the dive show, but Bubble Boy's birthday here on this April Fool's Day, but Scuba Radio's 26-year anniversary. And I've wandered over by uh, a couple booths and uh, got a group uh, together, and it's like going back to Fiji. Because our last visit to Fiji, we went to Voli Voli Resort, we went to the Pearl Resort, we went to Benga Lagoon, and I got representatives from all three with me right here. Michael's from Benga. How you doing, Mike? Doing great. Bula. Yes, Bula indeed. Simon, how are you, buddy? Bula from Voli Voli. We're going fantastic. Awesome. And then, of course, we have Natalie. How you doing, Natalie? I'm very well. Thank you, Greg. Yes. So you, all three are sharing the love and the, the Bula vibe. Uh, with all these the new, what, what's We're that? Holding the flag, holding the Bula flag, exactly, for all these northeast uh, diving folks. And uh, what have you thought of uh, everybody here at the show so far? It's after three years of not having this show, and then getting uh, you know have some FaceTime again with them. How do you feel about that, Natalie? It's been great. It's been a really good show today. We've seen a lot of traffic come back, and really good quality of traffic as well come through. So yeah, excited about tomorrow as well. Yeah, and, and I'm sure they were happy to see you too. They Did were. you get that vibe? Yes, everyone's excited about. Facebook. It's a it's a love fest, you know. When you get a bunch of divers together, especially it's it's been an extended time away from each other uh, because of COVID. You know, the show hadn't happened for three years, and after three years, you finally get back and you see some of these Northeast uh, folks. And Mike, do they come up and go, "Yo, Mike, righty," you know, that kind of thing? Yeah, it's definitely it's great doing this show. We run into a lot of people that have traveled um, with us in the past, and we have a bunch of groups right now and some individuals that are going to be coming to us, and they're excited. They're excited to see all of us back you know doing this and the show's doing well um wasn't sure what exactly to expect but it's been a great turnout yeah i mean it, you know i was really uh, i was a little hesitant too uh, wondering like well will they come out uh, you know it's been like that for other events after that extended uh, shutdown and sure enough they showed up and we've had a very very strong day now simon works at volley volley and we were hanging out on the beach bar there back in the, you know, a few months ago, having a great old time. Last night we got together for a cocktail at the Outback Bar because he is from originally from Australia, so it was only natural to go to the Outback, right, Simon? Well, I fell on the tour guide, you know, the Fiji, yeah, exactly. Fijian showing you around an Australian bar. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't understand it when uh, we went up to the bar and he didn't get a Foster's. And it was like, hey, aren't you supposed to order a Foster's? Isn't that the law? He goes, I'm, an, I'm not in Australia, Greg. Well, don't tell me what to do. But uh, but it's a thing, yeah. 
it's great to see you again. And, and it does. I mean, I you know, the thing about Fiji that I've said over and over again on the show for 26 years now, since the first time we uh, got out there to the islands, is that it's so unique. The diving is spectacular, and it's great. And, and you'll never be uh, let down. But the people of Fiji are, is what sets it apart from any other destination you could ever go to. Is that what you tell uh, all these people too, Natalie, or what? Absolutely. The, the people in Fiji are genuine. You know, when they say bula, when they say goodbye to you, they, they mean it. And then they say it with their heart. It's just it's something that you feel when you're over there. It's very hard to, to put into words. But. Yes, it is. It, it's very much a family kind of thing as far as, like, they bring you into their home uh, despite the fact that you're kind of annoying and uh, and all this kind of they tolerate uh, us Americans to a level that is quite spectacular and I speak to about myself more than anyone else in that matter but uh, it's really wild when they'll they'll sit there and say hey let's drink some kava and they bring you into their village or into their home even and uh, do that and you can do that at any of these resorts uh, Benga Laguna in particular is they you guys have a really cool program in that regard right Mike yeah we definitely do a um, kava ceremony for everybody and some of our repeat guests and new guests um, always get together with the guys and figure out a way to have a little side kava ceremony and hopefully it doesn't get out of hand too often but once in a while they get a little snake walk happening and right <laughs> yeah can you even bring kava to the New York air probably not without being thrown in jail I you guess can you can you can I, I wouldn't wear a shirt that says hey I have kava in my bag but right. um is that kava in your pocket or are you just a friendly Fijian and there there's actually it's it's quite amazing I was um on a um, business trip in Montana and there's a kava bar in Montana now really so it's becoming it's, popular it, oh, it's in the, the new US. Starbucks is that what's happening not the kava? quite that big yet <laughs> okay well it could be you never know I don't know uh, Simon uh, you've been traveling around what just the states lately and uh, on a run and you'll get back to the uh, resort there soon at Voli Voli or what yeah I've been here another month and back in a few days time but as the guys have been saying anybody that comes to Fiji is going to have a great time regardless of where they go uh, Fiji's on everybody's bucket list every diver's bucket list that's for sure and once they've been they'll definitely come back Right. Now, you know, at the DEMA show, it's going to be in New Orleans. And a lot of times the Fijian government or tourism brings in some of the locals and they'll they'll beat on the drums and they'll play guitar and the whole thing. You didn't do this at Beneath the Sea. It's, it's more conservative in that way. Is that the deal, uh, Natalie, or what? We're building up for DEMA. You're building up for DEMA, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. But, yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean, you guys could just do this. I mean, Simon could take his shirt off. Mike could take his shirt off. Next day, turn him into Fiji. I I missed it already. No, I didn't miss it. I avoided it. Okay. Before we start taking our shirts off, you might want to go have another cup of coffee. Yeah, oh, definitely. You're going to need a lot of kava or, you know, some of those foster beers at the Outback Bar with Simon. I don't know. But, yeah, anything could happen in the off hours of the show. I don't think they'll let that. They'll allow that during the day. But but it's, uh, it is all about talking about diving and sharing the love of diving. The Pearl Resort, you know, when we were there, uh, that was at the end of our little run on our last trip to Fiji and you guys were doing a lot of uh, new construction and had just opened up a bunch of new stuff. Did some new stuff open since uh, we've been there? Yes, it has. We've um, refurbed 78 rooms. We have a new restaurant there, a brand new swimming pool as well. Uh, so lots of exciting new things for guests to enjoy. Great. And the website for The Pearl is? www.thepearlsouthpacific.com Excellent. And say hi to Natalie and the gang. The entire staff is awesome. And then Michael at uh, Bengal Goon. Uh, yeah, I want to uh, give a little shout out to Philo. 
and uh, make sure has she recovered uh, since she gave a foot massage to Jerry the diver guy. Um, far as I know, and maybe it's best I don't know anything yes. about that. Um, far as I know, she's recovered. Okay, thank God. I thought we were going to be paying out the nose for that one. And then, uh, as far as Voli Voli, oh, in the website, Benga Lagoon, how you, what is it? Um, www.bengalagoonresort.com, and that's B E Q A lagoon resort.com exactly you got to do that it's a fijian thing but benga is b-e-q-a is how they do it in fiji and then uh, of course voli voli beach resort.com i'm very familiar with that fine establishment the darling family i i love them to death nick uh, steve uh, senior and everybody oh my gosh have they recovered since our last visit my they're um finely tuned hosts let's say that once you come, you'll be part of the family. Well, that is so true. That is true. And I'll tell you, our crew, when we went out there, you know, they, they came back home with uh, some Ratu rum that I think uh, Steve-O had uh, turned us on to. And I think it's empty. Uh, Simon, that's a bad sign. That means that they're, they're hitting me up. we we, we got to get back to Fiji soon. We will have some um, Ratu rum at Long Beach Show. Oh, okay. There and you go. All right. And edema. Yeah, are we going to see you in Long Beach too, uh, Natalie? Maybe yes, we'll be there as well. All right, yeah. and of course we'll see Benga. They are yes, always there. Yes, yeah, we'll the there. Fijian team, Fiji Airways. They spoiled me rotten when we flew out there from L.A. to uh, Nandi. We got uh, to fly business class, and I, I have been jaded ever since and paying out the nose because I won't settle for anything less. So I'm way in debt now, Michael. It's your fault. Yep. Yeah, um, well, you just or Fiji to, Airways' fault. Have to deal with that one. My wife kind of wants to fly business class all the time and it's just not happening <laughs> yeah well you know once you have it you got to get more of it and that's uh, how it works in fiji for sure all right well thank you guys so much great to see you Bula. Bula. And we got more coming up from jersey next stay close this is the worldwide scuba radio network power simplicity reliability it's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. 
He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, BooksbyEric.com, and Audible.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Would you forget our captain? Why don't you call for help in your radio mic, rat? Why don't you enter yourself in the sea corpus? I'm in New Jersey, trick. Get your hands up. I'm in New Jersey. Yes, we are in New Jersey. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master celebrating diving here in Sea Caucus, New Jersey for the Beneath the Sea show and also Scuba Radio's 26-year anniversary. Hanging out in the lobby, the entrance of the show right now as people are walking in for day two and getting ready to uh, peruse the aisles after a three-year hiatus for this event. And I'll tell you, day one was great. And, uh, but it's kind of cool to just watch the people pass through and, and uh, talk to a few of the folks that are working the show, volunteering for the show. Uh, we, we have one of them with us right now, Kaluch. Kaluch. Man, we had a great how little doing, Yeah, How you doing, buddy? Welcome. Okay, okay, fine. I should man. say thank you for ha- having us because you're working with the staff here at Beneath uh, the Sea, right? I volunteer and I've uh, been doing it for uh, just about 20 years. 2004. There you go. And, and we were talking about airplanes because we have just plane radio. We had a great little chat, and he was back in the armed forces doing his thing and, and got into diving. You've lived here, what, I guess your whole life pretty yep. much, other than what you did back in the Navy and stuff? Yeah, four years and a Vietnam vet and got into uh, scuba diving back in 2001, right after uh, 9-11. And uh, enjoying it ever since. Really? So what do you do uh, off the coast here of Jersey? What, what kind of diving are you looking? Uh, or where, did a, did a few wreck dives. Wreck dives. Shore dives. And, uh, you know, you go down out. there, find a, you know, like a gun and a dead body every now and then. That's what they have up here, too, don't they? Uh, on an earring or two, you know. That's just bonus <laughs> if that happens. Is that what you're telling me? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah. It's good being down to sea caucus at high tide, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's always an adventure, but uh, but yeah, you know, you guys do a great job, and uh, you know, we're having a great chat about seeing all the people after a three-year hiatus, and you know, the the crowd has come back, and I think the momentum will just catapult into the next year. You think? Yeah, yeah it's going to definitely uh, get bigger next year. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and what's your name? Willard Barraclaw. All right, Willard. So Willard came by, and he was wearing a Scuba Radio uh, baseball cap. It looked a little worn, but these are one of the old Uzi ones that we had from days gone by. I don't know how old that is. Do you have any idea, Willard? I have no idea. God knows how many thousands of Scuba Radio uh, hats we have thrown out over the years, but obviously Willard got one of them. He's come back uh, to wow. Beneath the Sea. You've been when coming I heard to. You were here. I had to find a hat. Well, I love I it. I had to find a hat. Yeah, it's, he even signed it. He said, you, you autographed this one. This is like worth, uh, worth less money than if it was new. I know, I know. But it's, this, this is such, if you're a diver, you should be here. It, right. It's, so it's, the, it's the diving center of the universe this weekend, isn't Actually, it? Actually, yes, yes. The only problem I have is uh, my neck kind of bothers me because as you're walking down the thing, oh, I want to go here. No, I don't want to go here. I want to buy this dive gear. I want to dive that. Yeah. And, and 
the deals that you can get here are like fantastic. Like I say, it's just mm, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, and, and well, uh, I think what you're saying is everybody should come next year, right? If you're interested in water, it's a place to come. Right, and you're from where exactly? Wilmington, Delaware. Okay, and that's about how far from here? How, how long of a trek? A couple hours. You drive in for the show every year and uh, hang out, meet some people, get oh, some yeah, free oh, yeah. free hats and things. Both days do that. And what do you do uh, in Delaware? You dive a lot, too, these days, or what are you doing? No, I've been kind of spoiled. I go to Grand Cayman, right. the, where they kind of really cater to you. I so mean, the number one uh, or local dive site is the airport? Bingo. Yeah, got it. All right. Well, Willard, go uh, get some, score some more free stuff. Okay. There you go. And, uh, yeah, and look, you know, everybody's coming from the dive industry uh, here for the show. Uh, the You know, Dan was on Scuba Radio a couple weeks ago from Scuba Divers Uncensored. He's with us right now. How you doing, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Yeah, so is this, I'm great. Is this the first, uh, uh, you know, beneath the sea for you, or have you been out here before? First time. First really? Time. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I think you're in for a treat, my friend. And who do you have with you? This is Matt, co-founder of uh, Scuba Divers Uncensored. Matt, welcome to Beneath the Sea and Scuba Radio's 26-year anniversary. Uh, happy to be here, and congratulations on you guys having your anniversary at the same time. Well, there you go. But uh, Actually, congratulations to you. We brought Dan on a couple weeks ago. You guys, I don't know, did you already eclipse your 100,000 mark on the school, uh, Facebook group thing or what? Yeah, we hit uh, 100,000 just, what, three or four days ago. So, How about that? Was there a big party, or are you doing that tonight, Dan? Uh, that might be later, yeah. Yeah, that might be later today. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, tell me, Matt. I mean, I talked to Dan, like I said, a couple of weeks ago. He joined us on the show, uh, and, and I was just blown away that you, your success has been uh, phenomenal. You've eclipsed everybody on Facebook, and when these groups are, uh, you, know, uh, you know, they've been going on for a while now, but you came on the scene, and, man, just blew it up. Did that, was that a surprise for you, or what? Yeah, huge surprise. I mean, we, we sat down, what, a couple years ago now, and it was kind of just off the cuff, and we started with 10, 20, 30, and now we're a couple years later, and we're at six figures, and people all over the world, and sharing great content. It's really nice to see. Yeah, I, oh, I bet, and it's very entertaining. If you haven't been a part of their Facebook group, Scuba Divers Uncensored, well, you are missing a lot. They, they cover stuff we can't talk about on the radio, but man, is it funny. It is good stuff. And, uh, you know, the diving community is a little twisted. You know what I'm saying, Dan? I mean, I can, I can vouch. After 26 years, I think I can uh, claim to be uh, pretty, pretty much in the know uh, when it comes to a scuba, scuba diver's uh, way of thinking, which is just a little twisted. A little which is A little bit. But, you know, it's a great community, and it's meant to be fun, you know. And we found early on that a lot of these groups just weren't fun. And uh, we wanted to have a fun group, and I think that's been the, the appeal, and people just keep signing up and not a whole lot of people some people like i said they get offended they bow out and that's fine uh, right but it's you know it's meant to be fun and the the, the dialogue between divers that have different opinions is it can get spirited and it's a it's a good time exactly Controver- controversy is compelling and you know that's some of the stuff they do but i find just the fun little memes and scuba diving things that you guys put up there and and the people that participate in it are just friggin' hilarious it's, it's good stuff so you know you, you guys have been doing this on facebook for a while matt tell me as far as uh dive events is this a first time thing for you too yeah so this is uh one of the first events that we've actually joined um in this capacity at least you know we're happy to be here today it seems like a great turnout 
Heard uh, good things from yesterday's, you know, day one, and uh, we're happy to walk around and see what everyone has to offer. Well, there you go. I mean, there's just tons of booths, uh, 200 booths and plus. Probably you'll meet a bunch of folks in the dive industry, and, and you know, like I said, we're all slightly twisted, Dan. So welcome to the club, man. Yeah, now that you guys have reached this level of notoriety online, it's time to get out there and experience it face-to-face, you think? Yeah, that's that's kind of why we're here. You know, we're, we're, we live up in Connecticut, so good couple-hour drive this morning, not too, too bad. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to meeting a lot of the folks in the industry and see what see what we can talk about and see how many more people we can get to sign up. Maybe we'll hit two hundred thousand by uh, this time next year. There you go. Hey, you got to set them goals. Get into beneath the sea, make it happen. Scuba divers uncensored on Facebook. Congratulations on your hundred thousand uh, crossover, your threshold. That's uh, awesome uh, success, and uh, you're going to have a great time today, Dan. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. We'll see you a little bit later. Absolutely. And we got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top-down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Do you got plans? As a matter of fact, they do. I don't like it when you have plans. I'm allowed to have plans on my birthday. It's your birthday. Yes. I knew that. Already? Yeah, isn't that strange? It's the same day as last year. Go shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. We're in Secaucus, New Jersey for the Beneath the Sea show and Scuba Radio's 26-year anniversary. We're still hanging out at the entrance of the show. I figure this would be a good spot to catch the big wigs when they're walking in, doing their events. And one of those happens to be Jonathan Bird. How you doing, buddy? Hey, glad to be here. What's going on? Yeah, it's been a while since we've talked to Jonathan. Uh, you know, he's always doing this TV stuff, whether it's network TV or now he's got a big YouTube thing going on and he's written books. He does videography like you wouldn't believe. But uh, but you do this show every year or what, what do you think, Jonathan? 
I don't think I've missed, I think I've only missed one beneath the sea in the last 20 years. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I thought Jonathan was uh, from California because he's so Hollywood. He does all that TV stuff, but he, you know, he just told me, he's like, no, I'm from Boston, man. This is my backyard, right? <laughs> exactly. I, I learned to dive in the Northeast in cold water, and uh, I love it. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan Bird's Blue Wild, Blue World, right? Yes, Blue World TV on YouTube. It's Jonathan Bird's Blue World. It's our show that uh, it started out on PBS. And uh, we're now in our ninth season, and we're on YouTube, and we have uh, 1.2 million subscribers. Yeah, it is impressive. I mean, Jonathan's been doing this for years. You know, we don't talk about it a ton on Scuba Radio because, I mean, you gear much more to families and kids and trying to bring up the new generation into our sport to find a passion for what they love, right? Well, we, we write the show for a general audience, so we don't assume that if you're watching it, you're a scuba diver. Um, that being said, we have a huge diving audience, uh, yeah. because if, if, if you're a diver and you're researching, oh, I want to go to some destination, and you Google it, there's a very good chance that our, one of our videos is in your search results. So true. I mean, when you watch uh, his uh, videos and, and all the stuff he's done, you'll, you'll actually learn something about diving or the environment eh, much more than you do on scuba radio because we focus on more crazy things sometimes but i really really respect what you've done over the years and 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 congratulations on your success now what are you doing here at bts um well i'm giving a couple talks like i always do and uh yesterday i talked a little bit about um the history of the aquarius reef base in key largo uh, which we did an IMAX film about a couple of years ago. And um, today I'm talking about diving in Portugal, which uh, is a new destination that we kind of just discovered last I was going to say, that's a pretty big jump from uh, Key Largo over to Portugal, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, we're always um, learning about new places in our travels. You know, you, you think you have a bucket list, and when you check things off, the bucket list gets shorter, but it actually doesn't. It actually gets longer because everywhere you go, you hear about someplace else that's cool that you got to go. Right. You're hanging out at the Tiki Bar after the day of diving you're talking to your fellow divers about the diving you just did down there in Key Largo like oh man I just got back from Portugal you got to go there is that kind of how it happened that's that's kind of how it happened and um we we went to Portugal on one trip and it was a family dive trip because my kids dive and my wife and I dive and we so we took the whole family and then we had a really good time and then I found out that there was cave diving there and I went back and I went cave diving and uh then we loved it so much we're going to go to the Azores next summer so how about that yeah you know we've had uh uh, Arlindo, who does the Diving Talk show last year in October. They're going to do it again. He wants us to come out. We'll see if we can make it happen. But uh, I know you were part of that, uh, the first uh, event last year. And when we talked to him about the diving in Portugal, which he has a dive operation there, too, or a travel operation in some capacity, he, he, he really blew me away with the variety of diving that they have in Portugal, which is, had not been on my radar until I spoke to him. Is that kind of what you came across as well? Yeah, because the mainland diving is completely different from the Azores, which is completely different from Madeira. So they've got these two big island groups offshore, um, and it's, you know, even though they're in a relatively small area, it's a very wide variety of diving. So the, the mainland diving is cooler water, they've got a lot of shipwrecks, they got kelp. It's almost like California diving. Right. And then when you go to the Azores and Madeira, it's tropical diving. Madeira's way down off the coast of Africa. Water's crystal clear, like 150 feet of visibility. And um, they've got this huge marine park where they can't 
um, catch the fish, and so the marine life is out of this world. And and they also have some incredible shipwrecks. So and crystal clear water. So nice. Cool hey, you're selling me. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, when you go to the mainland in Portugal, what do you take a boat to those other places, or you got to fly and puddle jump, or what? You got to fly to the other to the islands because they're they're pretty far. Okay. Yeah. Um, Same general vicinity. You get there, use uh, the mainland as your your base hub of operations, and then uh, pop around to some of these other places, huh? Yeah, and some of the nicest diving on the mainland is within hour of, within an hour of Lisbon. So you can do the. It's it's cool because you can do the old world vacation, European vacation at the right. same time. So like, if your wife doesn't dive, like there's nice beaches, there's shopping, there's history. You know, there's that kind of stuff. Yes, exactly. I, I, I definitely something I got to add to the list. What do you think, Neil? You ever been to that part of the world? I've been to Portugal, but I haven't dove there. Well, so okay. Why be, were you there? I was trying to sail a. Phoenician ship across the Atlantic. Oh, that was one of those stories. Sixty nine. Yeah. Was that? Uh, oh, that's right. You were recreating uh, a special uh, history cruise or something. What was yeah, that? It was. It was back when Thor Heyerdahl was doing his his uh, Cypress Reed thing, and it was kind of a competitive thing with Sir Robert Marks, Bob Marks. Uh, but you were recreating a, a historic uh, shipwreck or a ship uh, a trek across the way there. Well, it started out as it started out as a Viking ship, right? But it, but it was too cold going north, so we decided to be Phoenicians. But anyhow, <laughs> okay, all right, took a little detour and yeah, go with the flow, as they say. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you find a place like Portugal. What else on the radar in this next year? As you get back into travel yourself, there, Jonathan. What do you think? Well, you know, I just uh, I just took up the uh, the Kiss Sidewinder. Oh, really? Okay. Um, and of course, I got into cave diving a few years ago. Um, I did a, an IMAX film about caves, and uh, then that started this whole. You know how you get the bug with something. That's right. You oh, go down that God. rabbit hole of diving. Jeez. Next thing you know, you're doing all this crazy stuff. When huh? I was younger, I used to say I couldn't understand why anybody would cave dive. There's no fish or anything to look at. It's boring. It's just wet rocks. And then I started cave diving, and now I'm kind of addicted with it. And yeah, so I got this Kiss Rebreather, and then it was like we were finding out that you know we're doing too many cave diving segments on the show. We're starting to get a lot of comments like, "Is this becoming the cave diving show?" Right. It's like, all right, we got to do something else. So we're going to go to truck, and we're okay. going to use our rebreathers to go crawl around in some rusty ships. Oh, that's awesome. And so we'll see that up on your uh, YouTube channel, uh, you know, over the next few months, you figure? Exactly. You'll see it's over the next... Now they'll start complaining there's too many wreck diving segments. Right. Well, what about Boston? What do you do locally? Do you do any diving locally where you are or no? We do a ton of diving locally, but, you know, I've been doing the show for so long, we've kind of done everything you can do on the right. show. And, but I have to start revisiting it. Um, but, yeah, no, we dive locally all the time. I love diving with the seals up in uh, Cape Ann and... Um, it's really great diving in New England, if you don't mind being oh, a little I bet. cold. Well, well, that's the thing. It's dry suit stuff for sure, right? Exactly. Yeah. Or, or are you one of those hardy divers where you'll go down to what level before you switch over to a dry suit? Well, I, I don't like sweating. In, in the summer, the water's cool, but the air is warm. And so putting on a dry suit, you know, it's kind of miserable. You get all sweaty before right. you get in. So for me, the water's got to be below 65 to go dry suit. 
Really? Yes. 65? If the water is in the high 60s, which it is at the end of summer, I'll go with my 7 mil. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, he's much more hardy than us, uh, Neil. Way out of my 80, 80, yeah, 80. That's right. 80 degree air temp, 80 degree uh, water 80 temp. And 80 degree visibility. That's, right. That's my, that's my optimal. That, that's the three uh, warm water wuss uh, guidelines that we uh, hang by. I can't really argue with that. <laughs> exactly. Jonathan Bird, uh, look him up on YouTube. That's the best way to find you, right? Or just Google you. Just Google it, baby. Pop right up. All right, more coming up from Secaucus next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You're now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Big news. You're all invited to my party. Put another candle on my birthday cake. We're gonna bake a birthday cake. Put another candle on my birthday cake. I'm another year old today. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. It is our birthday, April Fool's Day. No fooling 26 years ago today. We started Scuba Radio. And here we are in Secaucus, New Jersey, celebrating accordingly. That sounded a little odd, but it is what it is, and we'll go with it. The fact that we've been around for so long and we're still kicking is a bonus. The fact that I get to hang with people like the dive god Neil Watson, though, is uh, truly a treat. And, you know, every time I hang with uh, Neil, there's always some new story that pops out. Even after 26 years of hanging out with the dive god, I'll come across some some new little nugget about him. And uh, so I want to share that with everybody right now. And we're, we're talking about the uh, humble hero, which is what you were known to be before you uh, coined the term dive god, or it was yeah, directed yeah. at you, about right? 40 years ago at Bibbany, when I kind of got started, um, I, I was known as the humble hero. The humble hero. The humble hero. And actually, my dive boat was the humble one. And at a dive shop out of Fort Lauderdale made me up a beautiful white silk cape with HH for Humble Hero yeah. on the back and I had a top hat and and I would go out drinking with my groups of divers. Oh, wait, this cape had, didn't you say it had sparkles on it or something too? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. You look like a Superman pimp or something. Yeah, well, kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. But I'd, I'd walk down the street in this attire and Bahamians would just almost not even acknowledge me. They'd say, hey, Humble, what's up? Hi, Humble. Ah. I mean, it was just like, that, that's crazy deal. Okay, so eventually the uh, Humble Hero then, was replaced then, by then, the Dive God. Then my, then my staff took one of my coins that I'd salvaged from uh, the, the Miravia, the Spanish Gallery of the Suck in 1656, and mounted it with the Dive God. And when they gave me this thing, I said, you know, this thing is pretty gaudy. I don't know. And I figured, oh, sure, I can wear this. Exactly. Hey, I used to wear a cape with sparkles that said Uh, HH in a top hat. Did you have a cane, too? I didn't have a cane. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you, you ought to bring back the cape. I mean, the dive god should have a cape and a superhero outfit. They they, they will still 
I'll still walk down the street of Bimini and they say, hey, hey humble. <laughs> I love that. There you go. So, he, you know, he was a superhero before Marvel was even a thing. Yeah, you know? Yeah. There you go, the dive god. So we just learned another little nugget about Neil Watson, the dive god. How appropriate to have that happen on our 26-year anniversary show. Yeah, so, uh, Neil, now uh, you have a friend uh, with you. His name is Tim, and you know Tim how? One of my best buddies, Tim Cothran, years ago, over 40 years ago, Almost 45 years ago. Really? I was working, you know, running the dive operation in Bimini. And I found out that 2020 was coming over to do a show with Geraldo Rivera and Sharks. And they had hired me just... They hired the humble hero. Well, they hired the humble hero mainly just for the to use the boat. I wasn't oh, okay. supposed to be any part of the thing. So so when they got in, they were staying at the big game club, and I was invited down kind of just to go over what my part was and what the filming and all of that was going to do. So I was introduced to this young kid, Tim Cothran, and Geraldo and some other people, and I started having a couple of cocktails and uh, telling shark stories. And Geraldo said, hey, could we get you on tape? And I said, well, sure. So the next morning, like 9 o'clock in the morning, we go out and anchor offshore to tape this segment. And he had a little cooler, and he opened it, and he handed me a beer. And I said, Geraldo, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. He said, I want you to slam a couple of beers. I think you're going to do better on camera with a little buzz on it. I said, hey. What, well, he had hung with you the night before, and he knows how you get yeah, on a yeah, roll. Exactly, yeah. Right. He, he figured, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you got a little and, socially and, lubricated. Yeah. And then, uh, so Tim, you were uh, connected with Geraldo Rivera how exactly? Just uh, as a cameraman or what? I was uh, one of his young producers. I was what I call a cub producer at the time. And um, I'd been diving all my life. <clears throat> and I knew Geraldo liked to dive. Also, the host of the show, Hugh Downs, was an avid diver. Oh, wow, yeah. And um, so I would I would pitch story ideas to Geraldo and, and Hugh. And, and so over my six-year run at, at ABC 2020, I wound up producing stories, um, everything from Sharks with Neil Watson, which was the first time I, I met Neil, who had, who had a fabulous story, to um, diving with uh, child slaves um, in the Sulu Sea in the Philippines. Wow. Okay. So it was uh, it was it was terrific, and um, the cut of Neil that we used was he was talking about one of his uh, one of his jobs as a shark wrangler on this kind of beef B movie. Uh, and they anyway they had to. Uh, drag the shark out of the water and make it look as though it was attacking a girl who was swimming in this tank on underwater okay well the shark had kind of been disposed of or so they thought but apparently when they put it back in the water it went after the girl on camera and the cameraman was rolling the entire time so i was actually able to track down the film and track down the scene and then use neil's voiceover the shot of this girl being dragged around by this big big tiger shark you know wow and it was hysterical and i had to get her permission to use the clip and i called her up and it sounded like i woke her up at like three o'clock in the afternoon la time and, and she was like do you i never got over that experience <laughs> is that from the shark or from neil the humble hero <laughs> Probably Neil. Right. I, I know some of his stories when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but And she wanted, like, a bunch of money for to use the clip. 
So I said, you know what? You should talk to my business manager, Annette Kreiner, who was tough as brass. And uh, so I sent her upstairs to to uh, Annette, who basically negotiated her down to like the base after a rate for a, a movie clip, which was like four hundred bucks or something. Okay, all right, and the rest was history. You had that little uh, episode, and that was your initial uh, interaction with Neil or introduction to him. Yes, it was, and uh, and so we stayed friends. And um, over the years, I worked for so many different broadcast entities, from BBC to German television. CBS, ABC, NBC, everybody. And whenever uh, somebody would want to do a shark story or whatever, said, I got the guy. Yeah, Neil's your go-to guy when it came to sharks. And now his son is the go-to guy for Hollywood, uh, you know, following in his dad's fin kicks, you think? You know what Junior's been up to? I know the baton has been passed, and he, he told me all about his partners now, Rico Browning's son and Jordan Klein's son. And it's just amazing. You know, uh, they're doing the stuff now in the 2000s that we did in the 70s and 80s. Well, Neil, I said, you hear it uh, beneath the sea, he's known as Neil Watson Jr.'s yeah, father, right? Father, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't understand. Wait, I'm wait, you have the world I'm record and all this. up here. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, you're, you're Neil Watson. But dude. now, when they hear the story, they're going to wait, wait, you're the humble hero. Yeah. Maybe we bring the humble hero back. Exactly. How about I, I, that? I'll, I'll give my son this dive god thing, and I'll get my humble hero cape. Yes. And I'll start wearing that at these shows. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'll uh, reinvent myself. Right. Tim, did you ever see the Humble Hero back in the day, or was it, is this a new thing to you, too? I knew he was a dive god the moment I met him. Okay. but the, that, So you met him after he became the dive god, but after that outfit he described, would you like to see that? Um, I mean, once you see it, you can't unsee it, I understand. <laughs> but check him out, Tim Cothran. Can they just Google you and find stuff from you, or you kind of like to keep it uh, low-key? You're not a humble hero, are you? I'm neither humble nor a hero. Okay, all right. But they can find you online some way by looking you up, right? Yeah, just my website's timcothran.com, and I'm, like, very Googleable. As we all are, in ways that we probably prefer we weren't. But uh, on that note, we're going to wrap it up. What a good time. Thank you for 26 years of Scuba Radio. We're going to keep doing it, whether you like it or not. And until next time, remember, it's always better where, Neil? Down where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. Hear it on Scuba Radio, the world's first scuba diving show. From Captain Ron to Jacques Cousteau, they all know Scuba Radio. On the boat or down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard... 
Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. <laughs>